Guadalupe Radio presents Christ Lives, the podcast. Sixth chapter. The side of Jesus pierced by a spear. The guards lower Jesus from the cross, and Mary, his mother, holds his body, embracing him and kissing him for the very last time. The women cover him with perfumed sheets as per the custom. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene returns to the grave. Since it was Friday, and the next day was an especially important day of rest, a holy day, the priests didn't want the bodies to stay on the crosses. So they asked Pilate to have the men's legs broken and their bodies removed. The soldiers went and broke the legs of the first man, and then of the other man who had been crucified with Jesus. But when the soldiers came to Jesus, they saw he was already dead. They didn't break his legs. Don't break his legs. He's dead. And it's a waste of time. However, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with his spear, and blood and water immediately came out. Now, there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man, who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked him to let him remove Jesus' body. Joseph had been a secret disciple of Jesus because he was afraid of the Jewish authorities. Pilate was surprised that Jesus had already died and asked the centurion if this was true. He then gave Joseph permission to remove Jesus' body. Soldiers, get him down from that cross and wrap him in this clean linen cloth. According to the legend of the sacred chalice, Joseph collected Jesus' water and blood that poured out from his open wound with the sacred chalice Jesus had used in the Last Supper. The guards lowered Jesus' body from the cross, and Mary, his mother, held him and kissed him for one last time. My beloved son, my child, love of my life, my love, my soul, heart of my heart, you will always be. They placed him in a tomb cut in a rock, one which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. Nicodemus, a rich and wise priest, member of the Cedron Supreme Tribunal, and well-versed in the law of Moses, who believed in Jesus, came to help. The women, who had come with Jesus from Galilee, took his body, and they covered him with spices and perfumes, and then servants closed the tomb with a rock. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary stayed there for a while. Meanwhile, the principal Pharisees and priests went to Pilate and asked for a guard to stand by the tomb so that no one would steal the body. You will have your guard. Go and take all the precautions you need. 
So they went and made sure that the rock was sealed and had a guard attend the grave. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the grave early in the morning. It was still dark. She saw how the rock had been moved and saw that the body of Jesus was no longer there. She ran to Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. Peter, John, come with me. They have taken him, and I don't know where he is. Peter and John ran to the grave. John, being younger and faster, got there first and waited for him. When Peter arrived, he went inside the tomb. What do you see, Peter? John entered and saw that there was no one. The two rushed out to tell the others the news, but Mary Magdalene stayed behind weeping. Suddenly, what appeared to be two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside her. One of the angels said, Woman, why are you crying? Because you have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where you have put him. Woman, why are you crying? Whom are you looking for? Sir, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go get him. Mary. Ravoni, master. Mary, let go, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. But go, find my brothers, and tell them that I will soon rise to my Father, and your Father, my God, and your God, who is the Father of all. It is then, when Mary Magdalene went to the disciples and told them what had just happened and what the Lord had told her, but they did not believe her, because the words seemed to them like nonsense. That night, he appeared to them. Peace be with you. And after saying that, they were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. Why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your minds? He showed them his hands and feet, and they were amazed and felt joy and happiness to see him. But Thomas wasn't there when Jesus visited. We have seen the Lord! Ah, oh, I don't believe it. If I don't see him with my own eyes and touch his wounds with my fingers, I won't believe it. Eight days later, they were again all together, and Jesus appeared to them. Peace be with you. Thomas, come here. Put your finger inside my wounds. Come on, do it. Don't be a non-believer. Sir, my Lord, my God. Because you saw me, you believed. Blessed are those who didn't see, yet believed. And now I say to you all, peace be with you. Receive the Holy Spirit. Just as my Father sent it to me, I send it to you. And now I will be with all of you till the end of time.
End of the final chapter. If you like our show, don't forget to tell your friends. Please give us a five-star rating, a review, and support our show by visiting and donating through our website at ChristLives.LA. Christ Lives, the podcast is an original production by Guadalupe Radio with the participation of Father Sean Aaron and special performances by Adi Dario, Peter Mendoza, Sal Lopez, Andres Londono, Alexis Santiago, Efraín Figueroa, Cynthia Dane, Maritzel Carrero, Kerry Casmira Wickstream, Camilo Gonzalez, Gloria Laino, and Denise Plasor. Soprano Juliet Plasor. Photography by Sonia Ruiz. Graphic design by Martha Naranjo. Recording Gerardo Nevares. Editor Juan Andres Matos. Original music by Maestro Marcos Loya. Script production and direction by Denise Plasor. Executive producer and director René Heredia. Christ Lives, the podcast. All rights reserved.